honoring your own word, honoring your intentionally chosen priorities and your promises is the foundation for self-trust. Welcome to the Liminal Zone Alchemist, the podcast for when you're stuck between the patterns of your past and the pull of your purpose. I'm your host, Sally Hardy, and each week I'll be challenging your understanding of what it is to be a human in the modern world. I'll help you free your innate genius from the socialized shadows, reconnect with your inner knowing and lean into that pool, letting your purpose guide and support you with ease to the impact that only you can make in the world. Okay, get comfy, set your brain to curious and let's get on with the episode. Hello, my delightful bundle of cellular sunshine. How are you diddly doing? I hope you're doing well. Now, this episode is one that, if you can, listen to while you have a pen and paper to hand. Or if not, then set the intention that you're going to do the exercise in this episode later and honour that, which is actually what I want to talk to you about today. Keeping and breaking your word honouring what it is you promised to do, but with a little twist. When we think of keeping our word, most of us think of pinky promises or saying that we'll do something for someone else. But I want to talk to you about how often you keep or break your word, your promises, to yourself. How often do you overrule For example, your need for physical and psychological rest, planning to take it when you get there, after the birthday, when this project is completed, when you've got more time on your hands, when there's a natural pause in life, but there doesn't ever arrive. It's always just out of reach, just over that next hill, that next achievement, just after that one night's good sleep. Maybe you absolutely decide you're going to have an early night. You're going to have a bath. You're going to get the paperwork done. You're going to go for a walk. You're going to have a nap. Something else comes up and then you forget, you dismiss, you throw away your intention for you. We humans, especially we socialized as female humans, we prioritize other people, other people's things, the shoulds of other people over and above ourselves, often telling ourselves that we have not got a choice. And my friend, that is total bollocks. We always, always have a choice. How can we learn to trust ourselves if we don't keep our word to ourselves? If we put boundaries in place around, let's say, self-care or things that we want to do, and then we disregard those boundaries because it doesn't feel comfortable to honor them, that it doesn't feel comfortable to ask for what we want. How can we trust ourselves if we constantly prioritize other people's wants and needs, other people's promises, engagements to obligations that come from commitments that we make, whether we want to or we don't want to, when we prioritize those, when we use them to steamroller over our own needs and wants? 
honoring your own word, honoring your intentionally chosen priorities and your promises is the foundation for self-trust. So here is a fun, actually, here is a, well, maybe not fun, but maybe just like, here is a type A fun exercise for you. Make a list of all of the promises that you've made to yourself that you have not kept. This could be anything from being in bed by a certain time to making sure that you get outside every day to something that you are determined that you're going to eat more of or less of to reading a book that you keep putting off, spending time alone, fun with a friend, maybe not having that glass of wine or having that glass of wine. If you can, please pause me now and spend a couple of minutes writing this list, this list of unmet promises that currently are going to be cluttering up your life and cluttering up your mind. And I'm going to pause and... Okay, have you got your list on a bit of paper, maybe in your mind, on your tablet, however it is that you do these things? If not, those of you watching on YouTube will see that I'm pulling my very stern face. So please pause and go do that. And if you're carrying these in your mind, at least have three. Three is the biggest number that your brain doesn't have to count. Did you know that? How cool is that? So if you're holding this in your mind, have three, three unmet promises. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Now, <laughs> listen, your brain knows, <laughs> no matter how much you ignore it, your brain knows that you haven't kept your word on these promises. And I bet you on top of not keeping the promises that you have judgment about yourself for not having kept them. Or maybe you're judging yourself for having made these promises in the first place. <laughs> yes, I see you. Okay. For each of the promises on your list, I offer this exercise. Forgive yourself for not honoring it. And forgive yourself for judging yourself for not honoring it. I'm going to offer you two sentences. These are sentences that I learned from Laura Husson when I took her subconscious transformation class. And they are this. The first one, I forgive myself for not honoring my word or my promise, whatever works best for you. I forgive myself for not honoring my word too. And in this blank, you insert the promise that you haven't kept. Like I forgive myself for not honoring my word to get an early night. And then the second sentence is I forgive myself for judging myself for not prioritizing. And in this blank, you put your promise, your word, what it is you intended to do. So I forgive myself for judging myself for not prioritizing getting an early night. Here's another example. I promise to spend time alone this month reading my book. Sit with my arse on a sofa or in bed on my own reading a book. And I have not made this happen. Someone always seemed to need me just as my bum was like an inch away from hitting the seat. I was just on my way down and then I yo-yoed back up again and off I went and I did something else. I prioritized something else. So I forgive myself for not honoring my word to myself 
to make time to read my book alone this month. And I forgive myself for judging myself for not prioritizing making time alone to read my book. Now, don't just say these sentences, really feel into them. Really do forgive yourself. Once you have done that, this is the maybe slightly controversial bit. Look at the list of your broken promises, your unmet promises, your broken word, all the drama that goes around that, that you have now forgiven. And decide if you'd like to release yourself from that past decision, the past promise that you made to honor your word, to do whatever it was that you were going to do. If you do decide to release yourself from this promise, from this commitment that you made, make sure that you like your reasons why. So I really offer that considering this with sincerity, really thinking about it, do I want to honor this or do I not? This sincerity matters. You are looking at a decision that you made in the past and you potentially are deciding to release it, but we're not doing that with judgment of you in the past. At some point, regardless of why, you did make this promise, you did make this commitment, you did give your word to do this thing. This thing was important to you. So look it squarely in the eye. And if you decide to release your word, if you decide to release your promise, use this sentence. I choose or I am choosing to release myself from the promise that I made to, and in this blank, you insert your promise. Why would you do this? Why would you release yourself from a commitment that you made in the past? Well, maybe this decision or this promise is no longer something that you want to do. Maybe it's something that doesn't benefit you. Maybe it's something that you made out of a feeling of obligation rather than a true desire. Perhaps it doesn't align with your values. Maybe the situation has changed. Maybe the people involved have changed. Releasing yourself from that past promise, it frees you and it frees your brain up from it energetically, as in, by taking responsibility for yourself, both in the decisions that you make today and those you made in the past, your brain doesn't have to keep spinning on them. And by doing this, you're setting a culture for yourself that in the future, if you make a promise, if you give your word to something and you change your mind, because this is also an exercise in having the ability to change your mind, which is a great muscle to exercise as it's likely that you've been cultured to believe that you can't, that your future you can look back without judgment on you now. It frees quite literally your cognitive energy. It's like decluttering. If you don't want to fulfill your promise, whatever it is anymore, and you don't release yourself from it, then it's going to stay on your to-do list or in the back of your brain. It's just mental clutter. You're going to have thoughts about that, thoughts about whether you should or shouldn't have made that promise, thoughts about you for fulfilling it or not. And that just adds to the clutter. These thoughts can keep you in judgment and that is going to feed a lack of self-trust. Maybe your promise will have made it onto a to-do list that has been ever-growing, filled with lots of other promises. 
And if you don't release yourself from them, the to-do list gets longer and it's not definitely not speaking from experience here, all the more likely to get kind of like guiltily shoved from room to room, rewritten in the next iteration, hanging around in an old version, multiple versions of it written in different ways. Like my to-do lists, I have to admit, I also include things that I've already done just so that I can tick a few things off. <laughs> I like that, right? So not only is it mental clutter, but if you add up all of the paper that you're writing this stuff on, it's also physical clutter, right? Every time you rewrite it, there's like an increasingly heavy heart. <laughs> but alternatively, you may look at some of the promises on that list and you may think, actually, they, they really matter to me. And you may decide to recommit to making them happen. And then it's going to serve you to be specific and clear about the what, about the how, and about the when. So that you can actually make a plan to make this promise happen. So for me, if I think back to the reading my book alone, I can say I choose to recommit my word to recommit, listen to the words in it, right? So I'm forgiving myself, I'm releasing myself, I'm recommitting to me, not to anybody else, to me. I choose to recommit my word and honor this promise. I will, and in this space you will insert whatever it is that you plan to do with a what, a how, and a when. For example, I choose to recommit my word to honor my promise to read my book alone this month. And I will tell my family in advance that I'm gonna have an hour alone on Sunday at 3 p.m. when I will be reading my book. I am not interruptible between 3 p.m. on Sunday and 4 p.m. on Sunday. <laughs> See, can you hear how specific that is? I'm deciding in advance and I'm informing other people so by deciding in advance how I'm going to make this happen, it gives me the best chance of removing any obstacles that I can already see coming up that may interfere with me keeping my word that I am sincerely recommitted to. When I say sincerely and, and recommittal and, and forgive and release, they can feel like quite heavy words, like quite ritualistic words. I'd love to offer that you can look at these with a very light touch. You can look at these playfully. I'm not going to commit to something that is arduous and unpleasant and I really don't want to do it and I don't want the result. The things that I'm committing to are the things that light me up. They're the things that I want to do. They're the things that the end goal is something that I'm motivated towards. So why would that be arduous and heavy? So this committal is a celebration. I love it. I'm thrilled. I'm so looking forward to 3 p.m. on Sunday. By making this plan, by potentially removing obstacles in advance, I'm giving myself a really good chance of keeping my word to myself. I'm not just like leaving it up to chance, leaving it up to, oh, you know, I'm well, maybe there's like an extra hour just now. I'm just going to sit and read my book because I promise you, if you are moving through life and you find yourself with an extra hour, unfortunately, culturally, you are very unlikely in that hour to do something that is purely for you, purely for joy. You are much more likely to go, oh, extra hour. 
I know I'll get ahead on tomorrow's paperwork or, ooh, extra hour, brilliant. That means I can clear out the wardrobe or something really shitty, okay? So in summary, you have a list of broken promises and this may have been an ever-growing list. That's okay, no judgment. But you have that list. You get to forgive yourself for not having met your own expectations, for not having kept your word to yourself. And you get to decide if you want to keep or not these promises. You get to put a plan in place to either release them or to make them happen. And remember always, light, 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 light. What do you want to do? What would be the most fun thing for you to commit to, thing for you to want to do in the world? You'll know if what you agree to do for somebody else moves from being something that you want to do to something that you don't want to do, when it moves from being a commitment that you have made with love in your heart to an obligation that grinds you into the ground. (laughs) Oh God, I've got to do whatever. Maybe that's something you get to release. Maybe you get to exercise changing your mind. Let me know how this works for you. I look forward to speaking to you next week. If you enjoyed this episode, and I hope very much that you did, don't forget to hit subscribe so all future episodes get automatically downloaded to your listening platform. And come hang out with me over on Instagram. My handle is at sallyhardy underscore coach. 